Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we'll be starting a new conversation where Austin will be interviewing alumni and friend, Wes Creed. I know I was deeply encouraged by this conversation, and I believe the same will be true for you. Hope you enjoy. Hi, my name is Austin Hill. Um, here today with Wes Creed, not to be confused with Wes Thompson, uh, the other host here. But this Wes Creed is an alumni. Uh, he completed the refuge a few years ago. And uh, like we did an interview with uh, myself, Wes, and then Zach Hunt, we're going to be interviewing Wes Creed today. Uh, so, Wes, yeah. tell me your story. Oh, man. Um, where should I start? What was it like growing up? Um, I was a pastor's kid, so I was in church like three times a week. I did not know that you were a pastor's kid. That answers a lot more questions. That's how I ended up at the refuge. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So you were in church three days a week? Yeah, or more. Uh Um, My mom homeschooled me until uh, up through the middle of eighth grade. She actually got sick, was diagnosed with a brain tumor in eighth Mm -hmm. grade. So I kind of actually finished that year on my own Mm -hmm. and then started high school in ninth grade. Um, Where were you growing up? We grew up, I was in Hampton, Virginia. That's near Um, the coast? Yeah. Okay. Right down the tip of the peninsula, like not far from Outer Banks, North Carolina. Yeah. So really nice, a lot better weather than here. Yes. There's nice, yes. The people are great in Ohio, but we don't have water. That's true. Like that, yeah. There's no refuge down there, so. No, no. But, uh, yeah, so a lot of religion, a lot of, yeah, a lot of that growing up. Um, But my parents were great. They truly, genuinely loved the Lord. They prayed for me constantly, Mm. um, me and my sister. And so, Are you older or younger? I'm younger. My my sister's 11 years older than me. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're far apart. Yeah. So I was kind of like an only child Mm -hmm. a little bit, but... uh, yeah, so my mom passed when I was 14, and that kind of, that coupled with, you know, being homeschooled, and then I think going to regular school for the first time, there's a lot of social pressure on yeah. top of, like, not knowing how to deal with the trauma that I just went through. Man, um, what was it? Man, I didn't, I yet to put that together. I knew your story, but not in this order. So, you were in eighth grade, mom gets diagnosed with cancer. She died when I was in ninth grade. So you finish out homeschooling yourself mm-hmm. while she's still sick. You started a brand new school. Yes. As a freshman in high school. Yes. Did you know anybody at this school? I did. I okay. knew a few people, a couple of people. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but it was still really different. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then I think after my mom passed, it's just, it's one of those things that like the lowest barrier of entry socially is always the bad kids, you know? Mm. So it was easy to like hang out with the bad kids. And yeah, that's kind of when, plus I was just angry. I didn't know why I didn't know how to deal with all the stuff from my mom dying. Mm. And so I was just, I was ticked off teenager and yeah it's not like teenagers are naturally happy yeah (laughs) so So started hanging out with the wrong crowd and um doing drugs in high school smoking weed hallucinogenics all that type of stuff dang man and then my dad got remarried when i was 15 brought us up to ohio so how so you got remarried real fast and 
And then backtrack from 10 to 13, we actually lived in Ohio. My dad moved up to Ohio from Virginia to pastor with a guy he had gone to seminary with at New Hope Church. Um, And then we had moved back down to plant a church in Virginia. And so we were only down there for like a year and a half. And my mom got sick in that time and died. Mm -hmm. And then so at the end of my freshman year, he got engaged six months after my mom died <laughs> and we moved up to Ohio because okay. she was a widower from our old church. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So a lot. So they to, probably had a connection based in losing a spouse. Right. Actually, yeah. they used to be friends as couples. Okay. Like we used to all play oh, wow. together. Our families were friends. Mm. And then her husband died a year before my mom died. Mm. Just really yeah. strange circumstances. But anyway, so yeah, we brought us back up to Columbus and uh yeah i continued to be a turd <laughs> a turd <laughs> yeah and then adjusting to stepmom stuff yeah of course we didn't get along because i was just emotionally mm. just a jerk and as a teenager off. does like well it's a teenage uh i forget who said this uh i think it was richard rich plass wrote the relational soul said the job description of a teenager is to be uh, a contrarian to everything their parents say. So <laughs> their job is to disagree. It's their job description to disagree with everything their parents say, even if they agree. That probably would have been the job that I got the highest marks for yeah. ever in my life. <laughs> I yeah. aced that one. Good job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I graduated and wasn't really doing much, just working odd jobs. Um, I started dabbling with harder drugs around like 18, 19, Mm -hmm. but no opiates yet, which was what really brought me to my knees. Um, Around 21, 22 is when I got introduced to Percocets and then Oxycontin, Mm -hmm. and then went from there to heroin. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part two in our interview with Wes Creed. We'll see you then.